Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. A brand new week of bringing clarity to the chaos begins with an in-depth look at the Feast of Israel with Messianic Jew Larry Stamm. Our host, Pastor Larry Spargimino, will debut his brand new book, Calvinism on Trial, later this week. And Steve Butler will have the next installment of our teaching series, Why Explore Bible Prophecy. Friends, New Year means new resources designed to teach and encourage us in our faith, bringing clarity to the chaos and helping us make sense of what is around us. Today, Watchman on the Wall is excited to announce a brand new DVD series entitled Walk Through the Jewish Feasts and Holidays with Larry Stamm. Today, Larry Stamm is here to discuss each of the three brand new DVDs that cover the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Passover, and Hanukkah. Here's Dr. Kenneth Hill and today's guest, Larry Stamm. It's my pleasure to be with Larry Stamm today. Immediately upon Larry's arrival, he tells me that we've got something special. Go ahead, brother. Let's hear it. Kenneth, we have hot off the press a series of new video teachings entitled Walk Through the Jewish Holidays with Larry Stamm. That would be me. We are highlighting in this series three specific teachings, one on Hanukkah, a teaching called The Two Miracles of Hanukkah. The second is a teaching on Passover. It's a teaching about Christ and the Passover. The third specific DVD teaching is on the Feast of Tabernacles, otherwise known in Hebrew as Sukkot. They're hot off the press. We're excited about what God's going to do through them. Well, when we say hot off the press, it means that you have been at work in the studio, video studio, and you've had people that have come alongside you to use their expertise in putting these DVDs together. And it's an exciting time for us because these DVDs are exceptional and they are unusual because we've never done this kind of DVD in the past. So we're getting into new territories and we're all excited about it. I want to talk about the Feast of Hanukkah. It's also called the Feast of Dedication. I'm going to say why, and you're going to tell me all about it. In John chapter 10, Kenneth, and before we get into the Feast of Dedication, Hanukkah, I do want to give a big shout-out to Southwest Radio Church and Southwest Radio Ministries for collaborating. As you mentioned, your expertise, providing the video expertise, Clayton Van Huss and his expertise in editing these videos and producing these videos for the ministry. It's been a great joy and a blessing just to introduce Jewish feasts and how they relate to us as Christians, as followers of Jesus. It's important to note that Jesus said in John chapter 5, the very first time he spoke in public, he said, I've not come to abolish the law and the prophets, I have come to fulfill. 
Perhaps your listeners also are aware of this pithy catchphrase that packs a punch, and it goes like this. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So these teachings, in one sense, Kenneth, are a whole counsel of God lesson or lessons. Specifically, the Feast of Dedication, we find in John chapter 10, Jesus is at the temple giving testimony of himself at the Feast of Dedication. The Word of God says in John chapter 10, verse 22, Now it was the Feast of Dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter, and Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. The Hebrew word Hanukkah literally means dedication. What we're talking about, Kenneth, is the historical event surrounding the Feast of Dedication occurred almost two centuries before Christ is present here at the temple giving testimony of himself. In 168 B.C., there was, there was a powerful Syrian-Greek king named Antiochus. He was in control of Judea, the Holy Land. Kenneth, he was a bad man. He was wicked. He did wicked things. In fact, he did the most corrupt thing a person could possibly do in the temple. He poured pig's blood on the holy altar. He erected a massive statue of himself and told the Jewish people to sacrifice to idols and to worship him as God. There was a group of freedom fighters called the Maccabees, and they rebelled and said, we will not bow the knee. We will obey God rather than men. And three years after the Maccabees bolted into the Judean wilderness to plot their strategy, there was a battle. Three years to the day, on the 25th day of the Hebrew month of Kislev, in 168 B.C. was the date where Antiochus poured pig's blood on the holy altar. It was a preview of what we know in the future as the abomination of desolation perpetrated by Antichrist. But also we want to be aware that three years to the day, in the, on the 25th day of the Hebrew month of Kislev, 165 B.C., the Maccabees defeated Antiochus's army of 47,000. The Maccabees numbered 3,000. What they did, Kenneth, was upon the victory, they cleansed the temple, which took eight days to cleanse the temple and rededicate it unto the Lord. Hence, the Feast of Dedication. So the Feast of Dedication is that historical event where the Jewish people, led by the Maccabees, they cleansed the temple and rededicated it unto the Lord. So there's a little bit of the snapshot of the historical feast of the Feast of Dedication. Again, for your listeners, Hanukkah in Hebrew literally means dedication. Here we are with Larry Stam, and Larry has completed this DVD series and this television series, really, on the various Jewish holidays. And we're talking about that today, and primarily he's giving us a rundown of what these DVDs show. Now tell me, why was it called a miracle of Hanukkah? You talked about eight days to cleanse the temple. There was something that I've read about the fact that there was some miraculous 
lighting that took place. Tell me about that. Yeah, the miracle of the lights actually is the legend of the light. Did it actually occur? We're not sure. The Bible doesn't indicate to us. The rabbis talk about it in rabbinic writings, but the miracle of the light, the legend of the light, sometimes Hanukkah is referred to as the festival of lights. Some of your listeners may be well aware of is this. When the Maccabees defeated Antiochus's army and rededicated the temple, there was only enough olive oil to light what was known as the Ner Tami, the eternal light. In the synagogue at the time in the temple, a light needed to be lit the whole time. There was only enough light to light the menorah for one day. There needed to be eight days to light the candelabra. There was only enough oil for one day. There needed to be eight days where they would cleanse the temple. And the miracle of the light, Kenneth, is that the oil that should have lasted only one day lasted eight days. Hence, the miracle of the light. But there's more. There is a spinning top. We play a little game on Hanukkah called dreidel. And on that dreidel are four Hebrew letters. And they represent this phrase, Nes Gadol Hayasham. Nes Gadol Hayasham in Hebrew means a great miracle happened there, there in the land of Israel. But in the DVD teaching on the Feast of Dedication, we talk specifically about this reality also, Nes Gadol Hayapo, which means a great miracle happened here, here in my heart, through faith in the Messiah, Jesus. So hence the teaching entitled The Two Miracles of Hanukkah. We talk about the miracle that happened when the Maccabees, numbering 3,000, defeated Antiochus's army that numbered 47,000, and the miracle of the light, the oil that lasted eight days when it should have only lasted one day. And we talk about also in contrast the miracle of salvation. A great miracle happened here, here in our heart for the Christian. So the Feast of Dedication is Hanukkah. Exactly. And it is enjoyed by the entire Jewish world. It is. It's a special time. It is a special time. Actually, on the Hebrew calendar around the world, prior to the early part of the 20th century, Hanukkah wasn't a major holiday per se. But with the elevation of Christmas to become more commercial in the 1930s in America, there were many Jewish families in the United States at that time who felt uncomfortable. Children felt left out of the gift-giving celebration that makes up a lot of our modern Christmas celebration. And so Hanukkah became very elevated in the life of the American Jewish community. And so now Hanukkah is very much a big deal. Kids will get presents on the eight nights of Hanukkah. So there's a little bit about commercial Christmas and how it affected the celebration of Hanukkah in America, namely, but also in other places around the world. When we think of Hanukkah, I, as a Gentile, think of it as a Jewish Christmas, not realizing, of course, that it's not celebrating the first advent of the Savior, but it's a totally different kind of festival or a different kind of holiday than what we see with Christmas. However, in growing up, 
in a home that was a Christian home and hearing the teaching that I heard in the congregations where I attended, I thought it was the replacement of Christmas by the Jews. And for the longest time, I thought that it was something that came after Christ's coming. However, you're telling me we're talking how many years before Christ's coming that this happened? The events occur 165 B.C. specifically is the time of the victory of the Maccabees over Antiochus's army. So when Jesus is here at the temple in John chapter 10, he's present during the Feast of Dedication. It's roughly two centuries later. So the events of Hanukkah are basically two centuries prior to this John chapter 10 passage where Jesus is testifying of himself to the Jewish people at the Feast of Dedication. When we think of Hanukkah, tell me how we Gentiles should see this this feast, this festival. There are many applications for the Christian in our present day that relate to Hanukkah. First of all, the Maccabees, they did not bow the knee. And when they were called to obey men, when that obedience would be in direct violation of God's law, God's word, they refused. If you remember in Acts chapter 5, when the apostles, when they were doing signs, wonders, and miracles, and the Jewish religious leadership, who was militantly and aggressively opposing their efforts of speaking, teaching, and healing in Jesus' name, if you remember in Acts 5.29, the disciples said, we must obey God rather than men. Kenneth, there is a primary application for you and I as Christians today. The Hebrew word Hanukkah literally means dedication. For us as followers of Jesus Christ, we need to be dedicated unto God. And when men call us to obey them, when that obedience to men is in direct violation of God's word, of God's law, we must not bow the knee. We must not compromise. And so one of the primary teachings and applications of Hanukkah for the Christian is we must be dedicated unto God. We must not submit to the temptation to compromise our faith. So there is a couple of real important applications for us. And as I unpack this teaching on Hanukkah from John chapter 10, verses 22 through 33, and look at Jesus's testimony to the religious leaders. I do an expositional teaching from that passage and also apply it to us as Christians, and it's important for us to remember to stay dedicated unto the Lord, to not bow the knee to men. We must obey God rather than men. So there's the primary application for us, and it's really foundational, especially here in America today when, frankly, persecution against the church in America and persecution against the individual Christian in America is on the rise. This is an important lesson for us as Christians as it pertains to applying the lessons from Hanukkah to our lives today as followers of Jesus. When we look at Hanukkah and we see it as the Feast of Dedication, and we talk of dedicating ourselves to Almighty God, 
making ourselves available to be used by the Father, when we see ourselves in that feast of dedication and dedicating ourselves by God's grace to his work, we see some mighty things that take place. And they don't always take place in the same way to varying groups. There are different things that happen to different people. And I know that you have personal application of what God has done during the Feast of Dedication and after, as years go by. You, at one time, actively involved in music. You were involved in in ministering the Word to Jewish individuals. And now you're doing the same thing, but you're doing it to Gentiles as well as to Jews. And God is blessed. Tell me about some of the blessings that you've seen. Regarding dedication, I came to faith, Kenneth, in December of 1987, many years ago. I was the first Christian in my family. I had one family member tell me, that's fine, but never share your faith with your grandmother. And I had a choice to make. Was I going to obey man or was I going to follow God? Jesus, remember, said, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my Father in heaven. So I had a choice there at the beginning of my walk. I was a closet Christian for 18 months. That was a challenge. But at the very beginning of my Christian walk in the late 1980s, I was challenged. Are you going to be dedicated unto God? Are you going to follow the truth regardless of the consequences? Just like the Maccabees did many years ago in 168 and 165 B.C., two centuries before Christ was at the temple testifying of himself. God gave me a burden to share the gospel with my Jewish people. As you mentioned, I did two missionary stints with a ministry called Jews for Jesus. I did music ministry. I was a frontline missionary in New York City to my Jewish people in the 2000s. God gave me a burden to share the good news with my Jewish people. It was a joy. I saw God do incredible things. I saw the miracle of salvation occur in the lives of Jewish people who, like me, grew up not believing in Jesus, who grew up rejecting in Jesus, who grew up dedicated only to themselves but not to the Lord. I saw God do miracles in lives, and I'm grateful for all that the Lord has done for me and giving me the opportunity now to help Christians connect the dots between the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Testament. The Hebrew Scriptures are reference to the Old Testament. One of the beautiful things about the ministry that we have to the church, to the body of Christ, is we help Christians better understand what I would call biblical Judaism, the religion specifically of the Old Testament, which finds its fulfillment, Kenneth, in the person and work of Jesus in the New Covenant Scriptures, better known to us as Christians as the New Testament. So there's a lot we could say there about dedication, but I am fully dedicated unto the Lord. I'm grateful for God and His grace and mercy in my life. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to invest in the church and help God's people better understand the gospel and more effectively share the gospel with others.
Larry Stam will have more insight into the Jewish feasts and holidays on tomorrow's Watchmen on the Wall program. Today, we're featuring the brand new DVD series, Walk Through the Jewish Feasts and Holidays, with Larry Stam. Stam looks deeply into the Feast of Tabernacles, the holiday commemorating God's faithfulness to the Jewish people during their wilderness wanderings, the Feast of Passover, on the origin of communion and its symbols and elements, and Hanukkah, its meaning and importance to Christian life. Walk Through the Jewish Feasts and Holidays is available today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. You can order each of the three DVDs separately or all three for a special reduced price. Call 1-800-652-1144 today and order all three of these brand new DVDs, Walk Through the Jewish Feasts and Holidays, The Feast of Tabernacles, The Feast of Passover, and Hanukkah. Order your copy of this exciting new series when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. The latest issue of the Prophecy in the News magazine is in mailboxes, and the next issue will be here before you know it. Here's Dr. Kenneth Hill and Lise Cutshaw, the Prophecy in the News magazine editor, with a special preview. I am happy to be a part of the Prophecy in the News magazine. We are going to spend some time, I think, in this issue reflecting and also looking forward as well. Absolutely. It's that time of year, isn't it? It is indeed. I think Brother Spargimino had an interesting way to say it. He said he was fleeing the old and he was terrified by the new. And of course, everybody goes, what does he mean by that? Well, you have to sort of read, don't you? That is a very tantalizing headline. He's a <laughs> Larry Spargimino is a wonderful headline writer. I'd love to have him writing headlines for the magazine all the time. But he does reflect on many things that have occurred in the last year among them. COVID and happenings in China, which he's very involved in or aware of because he does pastor a Chinese church. Human implants, AI, and controlling humans through implants in their bodies someplace, the woke culture that we're dealing with nowadays, and certainly very sadly reflecting on the satanic attack on our children these days. And then he looks ahead, and of course, looking ahead in a positive way, but also in a realistic way based on biblical writings and scripture and what we know is to come. Well, he is sensible Mm -hmm. and not sensational, really. No. He talks about sensational things, but he's not a sensationalist. When he does, he lets us know what's going on and what the Bible says about it, and I'm very thankful for that. We have a very good article by Josh Davis. He comments about Jan Markell's top 10 events of 2022. When he does that, what position does he take? How does he look at that? Well, he's looking at it from a pastoral view in that he is the staff evangelist, and I think that one will certainly derive comfort and some 
perhaps perspective on the top events, especially regarding Bible prophecy in the last year and how we as Christians should look at them and pray and press on. Well, also Larry Stam is in this issue, and he's talking about the consolation of Israel. Well, he is the expert on that indeed. He is a Jewish follower of Jesus. He has a very interesting perspective on the consolation of Israel and shares that with us in that particular article. It's very beautiful. Ken Ham wrote a book, The Return of the Church. Tell us a little bit about that. John Ruiz, who writes for the Prophecy in the News magazine, has studied Dr. Ham's book, and he is looking, actually in this case, not at creation, but that which is occurring in our world today, which is younger generations falling away from faith and the church, and the secular worldviews that are becoming more prevalent. And he is looking at how can we, as the church, bring back lost generations or generations that are being lost right now. Let's get them back to the church before it's too late. That's an important topic, and it's one that is important for us to consider. For the beginning of the year, we have the music of creation. What is that all about? Dr. Lonnie Shipman has written the most amazing book called Heaven's Orchestra, The Stars Sing Praises to God. And we will excerpt that book, the section called The Music of Creation, and how the stars sing praises to God and the sounds of the universe. Well, that sounds exciting. Then I understand also that we have a J.R. Church classic, Into the Future, as it were. And the question that comes back, is this going to be the year? Now, tell me about this from J.R. Church. He was always looking up mm-hmm. for Jesus to come and get the church in the clouds. And every year, in one way or another, Brother Church actually asked that question for our classic to begin the year. We thought we would use one of his classic articles, as we do in every magazine, to look forward and ask that question, is this the year? I would encourage everyone that has not yet ordered their subscription to the Prophecy in the News magazine. This would be a good time to do it and get started for the full year. 844-475-7486 is the number to call. 844-475-7486. You can buy your subscription to the Prophecy in the News magazine. One can also subscribe to the magazine online at prophecyinthenews.com. Today we're debuting the brand new DVD series, Walk Through the Jewish Feasts and Holidays, with Larry Stamm. This series looks deeply into the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of Passover, and Hanukkah. Walk Through the Jewish Feasts and Holidays is available today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online, swrc.com. 
Tomorrow, we continue our walk through the Jewish feasts and holidays with Larry Stamm. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Please visit swrc.com. Oh,